Yes, let's testify and give glory to God. This is Annie. I'd just like to thank uh, God for every time we uh, testify, uh, just uh, every time we testify to this, I'd like to just that saying it is written um, in that day. I know that um, Isaiah, Isaiah 10 27, and it shall come to pass in that day that his burden shall be taken away from, from off his shoulder and the yoke from off thy neck. They yes. all shall be destroyed because of the anointing. It's like uh, maybe uh, it's sometimes uh, a yawn and uh, may fall asleep or whatever during the sessions, but uh, it seems like experience where every time you let this testify, you, you, um, you feel very light and alive again for all right the other session and you. So it feels really good like that. And even even uh, throughout the day, you have experienced that. This uh, spirit of lightness always coming in, even if you um, say his word all, all the time. And I'm sure everyone out there experiences that when the yoke of heaviness and slumber come over you and then it just lifted, lifted, in. and it's just little blessings like this that you remember and experience his love and grace all the time. And even though I, uh, I, I don't. Uh, uh, read the Bible every day, but you know, I can always I think the blessings of technology and stuff like that. Uh, I can't hear you, any uh, needs and um, uh, prayers and stuff like that. It's always transferred always to the prayer group and even all my friends, friends and family too at the same. And so it's also like we're all in one Christ, and um, I feel very comfortable. I feel very much comfortable and free, and much more blessed in that way instead of just focusing on myself and stuff like that. Because yeah, it's, we all experience the, um, the joy and the lightness all, all in us. And I thank you, the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Father, and thank, the, and thank you, Jesus, for all these blessings upon us. And I thank you uh, for the teachings thank every morning. Thank you very much. Thank you, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Ani. Vivek, Emmanuel. Yeah, Emmanuel. I'd like to praise and thank God for putting a hedge of protection around the Brisbane prayer group, all the warriors, my family, friends, and keeping us all safe and, you know, getting us through this uh, very hard times, you know. Praise and thank God for sparing all our lives and keeping us safe. Yes. Thank you, Lord. Bless you, Lord. Glory to you, Lord Jesus. Thank you. Amen. Yes, who would like to testify? Thank you, Jesus.
Hi everyone, uh, this is Veera here. I just want to thank and praise God for all the blessings that I have received. Not only me, my family, extended family, all my friends, for all the blessings throughout 2021. And I also want to thank God for the blessings that are going to come during 2022. Thank you, Lord, and praise you. And thank everybody in Brisbane prayer group. Uh, after a busy weekend, it's nice to look forward to this beautiful gathering, praise and worship, and the word of God. Thanks to everybody. Thank you, Jesus. Praise Thank Jesus. Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, brothers and sisters. I want to thank the Lord for all the graces I have received for me, my family, and my extended family members. All that is seen and even unseen. And especially, I want to thank the Lord for protecting us from the gas leakage two days back. So, thank you, Jesus, for the gift of life. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank and praise God for this lovely week that went by. So much to learn from it, from all the ups and downs and some good times and some challenging times. And, but it was a learning and we are alive today. So we thank and praise God that the gift of life itself is such a beautiful gift that we all are alive today to attend this banquet that the Lord has for us, the spiritual banquet. So we thank and praise God that he's kept all of us alive and the precious blood of Jesus upon everyone in the Brisbane prayer group and their families, the Holy Spirit Brisbane prayer group and their families, so that we continue to pray for one another and let prayer be the center and Jesus Christ be the center and focus of our life and let the Holy Spirit continue to make us holy just as God is holy. Thank you, Jesus. We praise you, Jesus. Amen. Vivek Shanine here. I'd just like to praise and thank the Lord for all the graces and the blessings that he's given myself, my family, and the prayer group this week. I thank you, Lord, for the healings. I thank you, Lord, for all the special times that you have given me this week where I've been able to spend one-on-one -on -one time with you in adoration. What a special time. I thank you, Lord. And Lord, I just hold this prayer group up to you, everyone we're praying for, for you, Vivek, and for Russell, Janelle and Savio, every one of us who, who works for this, and all the prayer warriors. Praise and thank you, Lord, for everyone who comes on the rosary in divine mercy. And the morning, the morning encounter, and everyone who comes and, and listens tonight, whether on Zoom or YouTube or, or the recording, and we praise and thank you for the special anointing that you are pouring on everyone tonight. Thank you, Lord. We give you glory. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Good evening, Brother Vivek. It's in great. 
Venkat. I just want to give glory to God. Um, my youngest son was uh, a close contact of a positive case at work. And I hurried along to call you to ask you to make an agreement prayer with me. Oh. And I give you glory, Lord. His test came back negative. All glory and honor to you, Father for your mercy and grace that we receive every day and on everything that we ask for. For teaching me that I don't have to do an agreement prayer with any preacher. I can even do it with the Holy Spirit. Yes. And that's so amazing. Thank you, brother, for teaching me that. And I will definitely do that in future. And and, and how's your job going, Ingrid? How is it? Praise God. I've I'm topping the list, brother. Praise God. Amen. Amen. I, you, would you like to share that testimony again for people? I mean, so that people have hope. This is just for people who have not been there, for, who have just come in. How that prayer was made, and you know, could you share at what age you got that job and how fast the Lord blessed us with that job? Yes, Paris. So I moved from Sydney to Brisbane at the age of 65, and I. It was also COVID time and I couldn't get a job here. It was a very good job in Sydney I had and it was like five minutes away from my house. And when I came here, I was just so disappointed, so upset. And and somebody told me about the Brisbane prayer group and I joined the prayer group and I got to know you and I called you and I and I told you my problem. And I said, I know my God will give me a job but it's just a matter of time, brother. But I just want to pray with you. And because of my age, I had a bit of doubt, which I shouldn't have. But I did that a prayer. I did that agreement prayer with you. And lo and behold, within a week's time, I got this job at the age of 65. And I'm still going. And praise God, I've, I'm topping the list in my department, heading the list with all my targets and all my commitments and you also prayed after we got the job you also prayed to you know because you are not good at computers or something yes i was not yeah i was a bit slow in learning my job because this is the first time i'm doing collections and it was a bit hard not hard it took me some time to because of my age of course it was a bit uh time it's a process of learning and the time that I took. But once I got there, and every day I prayed to the Holy Spirit and I said, bless me with the wisdom. I thank you for blessing me with the wisdom and knowledge to do this job. And I'm sure I will head the team. And lo and behold, today I am topping the list. So all praise and glory to God. And thank you, brother, for always being there when we need you. Whenever we call you, you're so willingly there to help us and pray with us and teach us. So God bless you and your family abundantly for doing God's work. But Ingrid, you've got now to pray for other people who don't have jobs, okay? So that the blessing flows. I do, brother. In fact, I have a very close friend of mine who's come from India I think I told you about it as well. And she's 80 years old. She's on a bridging visa. She contacted COVID and she's in the hospital now. And I've been praying praying for her every day, lifting her up in prayer. And I know, and I know my Lord is in full control of her life. And I've 
commanded the ministering angels to go forward, go forth, bring her new lungs and, and replace it with her damaged lungs. And she's on ventilation, not on ventilation, she's on uh, just oxygen at the moment. And I know, and I know my Lord has healed her and she'll come out because her, her family is also not too well. They are also from India and it's just one person, the son-in-law who's working. So they are a bit down because they might have to pay for her hospitalization being an overseas visitor. But I know he's done it all. We only have to acknowledge him and he'll show us the way out. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Glorify Thank you. your name, Thank you. Lord. Thank Praise, you God. Praise God. Yes, everyone, whoever's got some answered prayer by praying here in the Brisbane prayer group, you know, the Lord has heard your prayer and answered it. And why don't you testify? Ingrid is an example, 65 years of age, and God gave a job in one week of prayer. So that is the power of God. All glory to our Lord Jesus Christ. So the Lord is real. When we pray, we get our answered prayer. And now you are a blessing to the nations. That is the way God blesses us, to be a blessing to the nations. How many of you would like to testify if you're being blessed by being part of this Brisbane prayer group, the Holy Spirit Brisbane prayer group, the morning encounters, the rosary session, or Brother Savio's everyday reflections, which are one better than the other. So how many of you are blessed? Anyone would like to thank God if that is changing you spiritually? Jesus. Yeah. Anyone else would like to testify and give glory to God? Praise God, I'd like to add a testimony. Yeah, Russell, I was just thinking of you right now. The Lord took time to ask Russell. <laughs> this is about a healing in our family. One of my uncles who lives in the Middle East. And he's had a sudden collapse during the middle of this week where um, all of a sudden there were no symptoms at all. Just suddenly collapsed and started vomiting blood and had to be rushed to the hospital. And that kept repeating even while he was there for a bit. So they had to put him on under tests and checks and all that to make sure he was stable. Uh, eventually, after two days with diagnosis, they found out that he's he's had a stomach ulcer. And so he's now under treatment on that. But the most important thing is um, the family prayed together. So this is not my testimony. This is their testimony. They prayed together. And 
Um, as a result of that prayer, he was able to be stabilized and he has now returned to his family, has not had any bouts of fainting or anything ever since then. So he's, he's been well. So I just want to thank and praise God for that. It's, it's their testimony. They want to thank and praise God for it. So this is, this is not me doing anything as part of that. But personally, for me, I just want to thank God as well for the, the powerful revelations and the teachings that he pours out through Brother Savio's reflections every morning. That is just Absolutely. a refresher every morning. That's the first thing I look at before I go on to any other messages on WhatsApp. And it's such a joy to see those teachings and you know learn from them. So I just want to thank God for all that revelation that he's pouring into Brother Savio's ministry. Thank you, Amen. Jesus. And Savio, I'm, and Russell, how has your life changed now from the time which is, I think, April of 2019? Yes. 19? Yeah. Almost two years, two, three years now. Yeah, three years. Or 2019. Yeah, 2019. So how do you see yeah. your life now? I mean, this is just for people who understand that how the Lord, you know, continuously works in your life and everyone's lives. Yeah, oh, it's been, a, it's been a big change from a man who wasn't reading the Bible at all. So now the, the amount of revelations that he pours in when you look and you start reading and how he connects dots with you know, different yes. chapters from different books in the Bible to just give us that understanding of what he's really trying to say there. Sometimes and most of the time, actually, it is just so amazing. And then you look at the reflections that are shared there. We look at the Friday teachings that are coming in one better than the other. It's all, it's all just so much of enrichment in our life. And then when you look at our own prayer lives and we're able to see where the gaps are and start to patch those gaps. And even in the morning reflections that we take, they're actually reflections of my personal journey where the Lord is showing me, see, here your gaps are. And this is what you need to be working on. And that's exactly what I learned from him that I share with everyone every day. Praise the Lord. And, and, and this ministry, Russell, God has blessed you with this 365 days. It's like, you know, I do this once a week and I know God is, you know, I prepare the whole week for this day. But in your case, it's every day to prepare, you know, to give the same output. How does the Lord bless you every day? I mean, the Holy Spirit is definitely talking to you all the time with the revelations. Yeah. Oh, there's just one verse that keeps coming. My grace is sufficient. Learn to trust in me. That has been a hard one, a difficult journey, you know, going with with the my kind of nature where I need to know things. So it's very hard when you're not in control of the situation and you have to depend. So I'm starting to learn now how to depend. And the current week's teachings on mercy is, you know, that dependency that, that he's been teaching. Praise God. Yeah. Praise God. Wonderful. Wonderful. To powerful I'm learning. Sure. There. Yeah. And I'm sure many people are being blessed by the morning encounter with the Lord. So anyone who is being blessed, you know, um, keep praying for Brother Russell and his ministry and for all of us who work here and for all the prayer warriors. But mainly, please come for the morning uh, encounter with the Lord. We should be there in larger numbers to start our day thanking and praising God. Please share this with so many others. It's the best thing, Russell, what do you say? To give the first fruits to the Lord. Yeah. You know? And, uh, yeah. you know, it's Proverbs 3.9 that we actually give the first of the best of the time to the Lord and say, Lord, you take this and he blesses you with the entire part of the day. Such a blessing. Amen. Amen. And the only, only other request is if uh, if people are being blessed by these morning encounters, by the, the reflections that Brother Savio puts out, by the Friday teachings, the prayers that Brother Vivek makes, if you are able to pick a few things out of there and learn and understand those, the only request is please go and apply them in your lives, share them with others as well. If that gives you an opportunity to pray for yourself and you're starting to see results, Share it with others and let them see the results as well. Teach, 
teach others how to pray too. And, and Russell, and one more thing which I quickly want to say is, you know, um, and very important, uh, which I want you to talk about is, you know, uh, we see a lot of prayer requests on the WhatsApp prayer group and also on our, you know, Telegram. Okay. Uh, yeah. Many thing is, I want you to answer this question. How do you minister to someone? You know, because very, very important. Can you, you know, let people know how to do this? Because many people say pray for so-and-so. Uh, but yeah. I think it's first you've got to build a person's faith and then make that prayer, you know, rather than just make a prayer. Because the person has to believe he is healed. Then the, then the stripes and wounds of Jesus healed. Yeah. Yeah. The important thing is before you, you switch on the current in the light, if you want a light to come on, before you switch on, the, before the, the current flows through, you've got to turn the switch on. So turning that switch on is about building that faith and that faith can only be built through the word because faith comes through hearing and hearing from the word. And that's why we say even when you read the word of God, try and read it aloud because that way you're reading it twice. One, when you read it and the second is when you hear what you're reading. And then you ask him for understanding. And then when you are making that prayer based on that understanding and you share with people, it's literally like just teaching people what the process is and how you're doing it so that they are then able to understand it when they go on that journey with you that you've prayed for them or prayed with them rather, should I say, not for. Praying for is not a good way because that's just like right. jump starting. Right. It's always best to pray with them so that when they go through that journey of that prayer and they're able to see the results coming out of it, they now understand why the result came and how it came. So they're able to replicate it. Now, replicating results is the most important part of that prayer. If they don't know how to replicate, it's no use. We will keep chasing brother Vivek all our life and nothing will change for us. That's right. So that's, no, that's, that's how that's, we need to look at it, share that and let others learn from it and then go out and, you know, what they've learned from that and how they've started replicating. We go out and start sharing those results there. That's how my journey has been. Like I've learned from Brother Vivek and I started sharing on what I'm learning and applying in my life. And I said, okay, this works. So maybe I just share it with others and teach them how it worked for me so that it can work for them as well. I mean, absolutely, absolutely. And, and Russell, one more thing is, have you ever prayed or tagged the Holy Spirit and prayed, you know, with the Holy Spirit? You know, that's some teaching that we had that you can have a praying partner with the Holy Spirit because we are one spirit. Yes. Um, whenever you pray, Matthew 18, 19, you have nobody to pray with. Your spouse is not there. Your friends are not there. Maybe Brother Vivek is not there. Nobody's there. Yes. And the Holy Spirit, can we pray together? And I tell you that prayer is so powerful. It the is so powerful. Right. Yes. Just try it. I'm telling all of you who are listening here. Yeah. If you just make the Holy Spirit your prayer partner and make him the prayer with him, the prayer of agreement, it's going to be a lot of power. I'm telling you in that prayer. Yeah. Romans 8.28 says he makes intercession on our behalf. 8.26. 8.26. When he is already making intercession on our behalf and we know the principle or the secret of the prayer of agreement, all we need to do is go and attach to the one who's already making intercession and say, I come in agreement with you. It's as Amen. simple as that. Absolutely. The Lord has taught us so much, uh, Brother Russell, that, you know, it's 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 very easy, actually, but we make it complicated. Because yes. when you say, yeah. the Lord says in Matthew 7, 7, he says, ask and you shall receive. But you say, how can it be possible? How can it be that I just ask and I receive? You know, but then, because someone cannot believe that grace is a free gift. You know, grace yeah. is, people want to earn it even now by doing good works. Uh, yeah. You can't earn grace because it's already, you know, grace. Yeah. It's already done because of the finished works in Christ on the cross. So, yeah, thank you. Thank you, Brother Russell. And, and you had an announcement to make quickly about Telegram. Oh, yes. Yeah. The announcement is about our Telegram group and the WhatsApp group. 
So we will be, just a reminder that we will be shutting down the WhatsApp group in the end of January. So all those that have not yet migrated from the WhatsApp group to the Telegram group, please do so uh, within this next week or 10 days that we have available now. We will be shutting WhatsApp at the end of Jan and anyone that hasn't joined Telegram will, will not receive any updates or messages or you know any videos of teachings or morning encounter brothers reflections, all of that. So please, please move on to Telegram. It just gives us a lot more flexibility and more people can be part of this prayer group. We were earlier limited with WhatsApp to only 256, which was a big challenge for us. So we're hoping to you know, have more and more people join that family where we can share more prayer requests and pray more for others. And it gives us a lot more flexibility in terms of the technology as well. The, the other announcement is about the, the rosary group in the evening. We are working on the technology side of that and very soon we will be going live on YouTube for our evening rosary and the Divine Mercy prayer sessions as well so that all those that are not able to join us on Zoom can also join us there and pray uh, through YouTube, especially people that are not particularly you know, tech savvy, people who are a little older and find it a challenge logging on to Zoom can go on to the YouTube uh, page and just click that link. We will share that link every day before or during the, the rosary session for people to join. So that's another thing there. Yeah. Russell, can you also put the link of Telegram link for people? Yeah, I shall share the, the Telegram link as well. And one more request is if you are enjoying or you are really you know gaining value out of these teachings that are coming that are being posted on our uh, YouTube page and podcast as well, please just share them. Just click the share button and share with, you know, YouTube will share it with your contacts uh, or with others. Uh, it's, it's just a matter of us uh, then enriching other people's lives by sharing what we have been benefiting from. So it's helping more people. That's the only way we can do our part, you know, in the smallest way by, um, by uh, promoting that ministry there. Praise God. Thank you, Russell. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah, anyone else would like to testify? Hello, Vivek. Can you hear yeah. me? Yeah, yeah. Go ahead, Paul. Uh, Vivek, um, yeah, I'd just like to share something that uh, I experienced in the last week. So, um, Last week, when we had a Friday prayer meeting, you you did um, at one point talk about um, when you want something, pray for everyone who is um, like if you want a job, pray for everyone else who is who you know mm -hmm. is needing a job. If you want good health, pray for them. Um, what you said really shook me up and was a revelation because actually I had experienced something like that in my life and I didn't know until that moment when you said that, that I actually had actually experienced it, but was quite oblivious to it. Um, because um, <clears throat> as part of my daily prayers, I pray for a whole list of people in my group of, uh, in my family, in my group of family and friends who have, uh, who are unfortunately uh, are terminally ill and dealing with terminal cancers and other terminal um, um, diseases. And so I pray every day for for at least about seven or eight people in my family in circle of friends. Um, and I've, I've been doing this for a long time. Uh, and uh, it just so happened that about a month and a half ago, I was um, 
And um, even though I've been um, dealing with the hypertension and uh, sleep apnea and a few other issues for almost a decade now, I've never really prayed for myself because when I compare what I have to all these people who have terminal health issues, I mean, I don't think it's, you know, anything to be, it's, it's not comparable. So I've, I've always been praying for people who have been dealing with serious problems as compared to mine, which, you know, don't really compare. And uh, it's been going on for a long time. Um, but uh, about a month and a half ago, I was at this prayer meeting, I had uh, driven to the sunny coast and uh, where there was um, this uh, uh, very miraculous and charismatic preacher preaching and, um, and after the prayer service here, he individually prayed over everyone and he did pray over me and I had quite a, yeah, good experience when he prayed over me. It was all done and dusted and we came back home and um, we just got on with our lives. And then it was a long day and I came back home and I think after a few hours I went to sleep. I just slept because I was tired and until I got up about two hours later, I realized for the first time in probably eight years, I actually fell asleep without having to sleep with a CPAP machine. I don't know if you know what a CPAP machine is. Yeah. Uh, people with uh, suffering from sleep apnea have to use that basically. And then, then it started, things started to work in my head and I started realizing that I actually did get a healing at that prayer service. And I could um, actually sleep for the first time without using the machine. And then I thought, let me go. And I think, well, I don't know if it was the same day or the next day. I thought, let me go and check my pressure. And for the first time, I was actually seeing some very good pressure readings, which I couldn't dream of getting before because uh, generally my pressure readings used to be through the roof. And um, and I was happy about it. I thought, yes, that something happened at that prayer meeting and I got the healing that I wasn't really praying for. But, um, you know, because like I said, the things I was dealing with was nothing compared to the other what I know the other people are dealing with in my own family, and I've always prayed for them. And so I just got on with life, I was happy, and I told the people around me that I've been had this experience, I've been healed, and things. But until you said that last week, it uh, it really shook me up because uh, uh, I didn't know. Uh, I felt sorry. It's okay. You have to. You're with the Lord. There's nothing to feel. Yeah. I, I. I was. I was totally oblivious to everything, but I was being led by the Holy Spirit. Yes. And until you said that, it was a revelation for me, and uh, it really shook me up. And even earlier this evening, you said the same thing. You said the same yes. thing. And it was such a learning for me, but I, I, I was all along guided by the Holy Spirit. I was doing something I didn't know what I was doing. So I just want to praise and thank God for that. It's it's such a, I've dealt with these problems the last 12 years and now I'm feeling so good. And, uh, and yes, I mean, I'm, it's the first time in my life I'm experiencing a miracle. I mean, you have a big testimony and big uh, ministry ahead, uh, Paul. You need to bring Christ to so many people. You know, we yeah. serve the Lord. We have met you from the time, you know, you came in. Uh, yeah. 
join the group via telegram uh, remember we just have 10 more days on the whatsapp so it's very important that you click the link and join because the whole idea with brother russell working so hard behind the scenes to get this done uh, it's just one link that you have to click on your phone and you know if you can't just go contact uh, russell via you know whatsapp and he will get you in just do it it just would take you 2 minutes or 5 minutes of the time but it's such a blessing to be part of a praying family and especially again i share people who want press please put the press down however the press if you having a bad day or if you having anything that you want someone to pray for we are all there for you if it's any kind of prayer please put it down and don't wait for testimony time only on friday you have a testimony to give thanks to the lord give it that very moment do not wait till the devil robs you of some blessing so write it down on the whatsapp or on the telegram and just give it okay thank and praise god yeah anyone else uh, would like to testify Brother Vivek, I would like to thank and praise God. Yes, I will. Yeah, for all the healings that have taken place during this week, all the healings right now that have been testified on the group. <clears throat> I would like to also thank and praise God for His guidance and inspiration for the for the Holy Spirit that's been guiding me through all the reflections during this week and the past weeks. Also, the COVID. healings that have been received by my sisters both of my sisters families oh, all yes. of them each and every member of their family and both Praise the God. families each and every member of them had covid and i present all, all of them have been healed uh, even myself uh, and 
some of us in our family, we were also close contacts with uh, a few of the people who were positive out here, uh, but we haven't had, uh, I haven't had the symptoms uh, of COVID, COVID uh, even though we have been close contacts and tested negative. Um, also would like to give a testimony for uh, recently, a few weeks ago when I had got a new car, uh, praise and thank God for my new car. Uh, subsequently, I was trying to sell my old car and had put it up on, on the website. And during that time of a few weeks that had gone and I was searching for, uh, for a buyer, there were, there were quite a few people, uh, at least more than six people who were actually a fraud on the site. And initially I did not realize it, <clears throat> but then in time through the wisdom of the Holy Spirit who guided me, I was able to then tell that these people are, are fake and fraud. Uh, and I, I used to receive a lot of contacts, a lot of messages, a lot of emails, uh, but yes, this, deciding who was fraud and not fraud from all of that list uh, was through the guidance of the Holy Spirit. So I just want to thank and praise God for all of these things, all of these uh, healings, all of these incidents that have taken place for his inspiration and his guidance in our life. And for the Brisbane prayer group, for each and every member of the prayer group, for pouring his precious blood upon us and his hedge of protection and keeping us all safe. Thank you, Jesus. Sorry, just a question to you. I mean, how's does the Holy, how's your walk with the Lord after you joined the Holy Spirit Brisbane prayer group? I'm sure you joined it maybe a couple yeah. of years now. Yes. Is it two yes. years? Yes. Okay. Yes. So How do you see your faith journey after you yes. started the reflections? You know. Yes. Was... Yes. The my faith journey has improved over time. Uh, since it, since the time in in recent times since I started with the reflections, um, it was. Um, I was just wondering at that time, you know, how and you know whether I was kind of questioning myself whether I would really be able to. Uh, put down the reflections, but then it's it is only through the inspiration of the Holy Spirit through His guidance that I'm able to do what I'm able to do. Um, every day is is like a a learning. Every day is like a learning from from the scriptures to which are the scriptures that are relevant uh, and that are touching our lives. So it's it's a learning that He is is guiding me. Um, it is still a journey that I that I am on, um, but it is it is uh, it is a journey that uh, I'm taking step one day at a time. I'm taking that step towards towards the Lord and learning more and more uh, through these reflections. And also, I, I would like to uh, mention that um, uh, even. Uh, just uh, echoing on what Brother Russell mentioned earlier um, in, in terms of um, the ministries and our YouTube channels, our Facebook channels, it's, it, it, it is such an inspiration to also see that our numbers on these channels are increasing um, in the times. Um, and that's, that, that is such a great inspiration as well. And I would hence uh, request anyone who, who feels that um, they are getting uh, a lot of spiritual manna through uh, our testimonies, through the Friday sessions, the 
the morning encounter with the Lord to like it on our, our YouTube channels, on our Facebook channels, so that more and more people will be able to see um, these interactions. And that's how more and more people will come to know that there is a prayer group uh, known as the Holy Spirit Prayer Group Brisbane. So I would encourage everyone to, to kindly do that and, and spread the message. Okay, I saw we have one more question, which is important. And I know it may be a basic question. Do you feel the presence of the Lord, especially the Holy Spirit? Yes, yes, yes. So um, uh, in the example that I was just mentioning about uh, selling my car, I was, it was a time where I was like, you know, it was a struggle at that time because I, I needed to sell my car, but I was kind of getting impatient and I was just asking the Holy Spirit, you need to, you, you, Holy Spirit, please guide me, you know, please guide me during this time. It is like, I was, I was kind of getting to the edge of it and still kind of I, having to hold back, but that holding back and not falling over the edges only through the, the power of the Holy Spirit that, that, that doesn't allow you to tilt on the other side. Right. And every day, just asking the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, there are so many of these people. I do not know who is truth, who is a fraud. How do, how do I decide? You, you show me, how do I decide? And you find a person for me. And the person who, who the Holy Spirit found, uh, found and brought for me was a, such a wonderful person. Like, and it, I, like, I could immediately tell uh, the Holy Spirit said, you know, this is, this is the person because I, I got him. He, he came here to my place and he uh, tried out the car. And his first expression was, wow, I've never driven a car. Like this car is so smooth. And I was like, wow, Holy Spirit, this is, this is amazing because my car is not, a, is not a Mercedes or anything. It was like a 21-year-old car. And yes. for someone to say, it's, your car is so smooth for a 21-year-old car was, you know, I, I didn't expect that. So he works in all these ways. Like he just makes a, he, he just makes a way where they, it doesn't seem any way. So, you know, it, it's like those struggles, it's a struggle, but then he just makes a way. So I really, I really thank. And, and, and the last, and the last question is, uh, you know, do you have a special time of prayer every day with the word of God? Do you make time to, you know, uh, know the Lord more through his word and spend more time? Yes. Yes. So for, 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 I guess for everyone, it would be a different uh, time for myself. Uh, for me, what works is more towards the, the later hours in the night. Yeah, uh, it doesn't when, yes. When it is, when it is more um, quieter, at least at, at my place. Um, and after settling some of the things that I have to do at, at home, but I, I feel for me that works more better uh, for me. Um, personally, um, but for others, there could be different times that may work more better, maybe morning hours. But for me, I, I feel that that works a more better time for me when there is, when, when I've taken care of the other things at my place um, in, in the later hours of the evening, and then I'm, I'm, I'm free uh, or make myself free uh, during that hours in the night. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Savio, for that. And if anyone is blessed with Savio's reflections, I, I think uh, I've never seen such lovely reflections that come directly from the Holy Spirit to every one of us. I mean, put an amen there and bless, bless the Lord for this wonderful servant that he has given us.
or you know this is a powerful servant that the lord has given us and in fact russell and i want to discuss how do we bless savio with what ministry and i'll tell you savio the holy spirit only said uh, in russell and i my thing was on a, you know on a driving to a place called jambumba and then you know board as a sorry and the, the lord said he said why don't we give him the ministry of you know the reflections and i said today the reflections were going going all across the world whichever part of the world the people are being blessed because this is a pure mana not written i would say to my extent as to pick up from things from here and there but savio writes it as the holy spirit inspires it totally written you know so god bless uh, you and your ministry and we keep praying for savio that he grows in the ministry and as he said the walk of faith is a journey including me and everyone else we all of us be blessed with this wonderful holy spirit brisbane prayer group including me i'm blessed to be part of this prayer group please invite others as well so that other people's lives are blessed just like paul said you know it's it's when you pray for others the others the blessing comes upon you when you pray for others who are in financial problems suddenly you have finances coming and hitting you you say from where all this money came i didn't expect all this you know suddenly you know you have a financial maybe a refund check will hit you or you know some money will come which oh, someone owed you and you say hey this is not expected so this is how god works everything works for the good for those who love god and who are called according to his purpose yes so god bless all of you and if there's a final testimony before we start this is our last in the series of uh, the 12 steps doing step 11 and 12 Uh, brother vivek uh, this is gladys i'd like to testify yeah go ahead uh the thing is uh, we were traveling uh, for new years uh, with a big group of friends and uh, we came back home and my husband was due to go back to report to work uh, so we did an rt pcr uh, that was required for him to do uh, before he reported back to work and he turned out to be positive of course uh, we had a little doubt in our minds because uh, he had a cold cough and fever uh, but uh, i mean it was not so bad his infection was not so bad but even though he tested positive we were all around him all the time uh, during our trip and everything and uh, even when he was unwell uh, we got our test done and we tested negative so all thanks and praise to god that uh, you know we tested negative he's of course recovered and he's back to go to, he's ready to go back to work uh, again next week so i just like to thank and praise jesus for blessing us all keeping us all protected and uh, getting us out of this problem thank you jesus thank you thank you gladys thank you jesus for gladys and god bless you and thank you jesus for this wonderful testimony thank you jesus anyone else would like to testify or i can start Uh, hello brother this is uh, veera and yep. i would like to testify i would like to thank the lord for all the blessings and uh, for keeping all of us safe through this covid wave uh, some of the family members had it but all have come out well and uh, i would like to thank the lord especially yesterday uh, there was a little unrest in the family because my brother uh, had kept his uh, house agreement papers somewhere and uh, he's in dubai and he tried to tell my nephew uh, to get it who's in mumbai and uh, like everyone in the family was on the chat and you know trying to look and 
tell him where to look and uh, they couldn't find it all day uh, uh, but today morning we got the message that uh, you know they found it uh, at his place and they know where it is so i would like to praise and thank the lord for that and he also had tenants in another house where he was worried because from two days nobody was picking up the phone or opening the door so they managed to open the door but it was all safe the tenant was not in so they know that everything was safe in there because you know all mixed messages were coming uh, okay. so i would like to praise and thank the lord for that and i would also like to praise and thank the lord for um, an unsuccessful reply that i got for the employment that i had applied but i thank the lord that uh, he has blessed whoever applied for it maybe it was required by them because i already have a job so i like to thank the lord that he has better plans for me absolutely yeah. thank you, you have Jesus. a you have a stronger press testimony okay father god bless you have a much better yes. job than she even expected or imagined yes. efficiency i bless you with efficiency 320 okay more yes, than you can even you. imagine or okay so you hold on to that scripture yes. efficiency 320 okay and keep claiming that okay yes, and you come with a more powerful testimony okay praise god yes brother thank you brother Jesus. Okay, anyone else? So we'll start. You know, we had a scripture when I was writing it down. You know, it was Revelations twelve eleven. We overcame and we overcame Satan by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of our testimony. The only way to overcome Satan is by the blood of Jesus and by the word of a testimony. So when you testify and give glory to God, you know Jesus always said, "Show yourself to the priest, testify." You have to come and give and thank God for what He has done for you. Remember, it's always thanking to God because He is the one who does it. Nobody else has any glory to get in this. Only God. And thank the Lord Jesus for everything. Today's teaching, if I want to give it in short, in one word, you will get this. Is I pray that we all get this. Okay, let's start our teaching for today. Father God, bless my lips that I speak Your word and nothing but only Your word. Let the power and the blood of Jesus be upon me and seal me with the precious name of Jesus. And whatever I speak is only totally from You, Holy Spirit. Nothing from me, everything from You. Take all I have and give me all of You, Lord Jesus. So there's a ministry of the Holy Spirit upon my office of teaching the Word of God. And bringing souls for Christ. Amen. In in short, today we are going to learn one thing: is to thank the Lord for everything. Okay, so I just want to share this at the start of the teaching, and it's very important that you get this very very important too. Is that you have you start your day with thank you, Jesus. Let this be on our lips. Okay, how many of you would like to do it? I mean, it's a it's something that we need to keep doing. Okay. Because you know that in Proverbs three, five, and six, you know it clearly says, "Trust the Lord with all your heart, and lean not on your understanding, and then acknowledge God, Jesus in all your ways, and He directs your paths." So let Jesus be the center of your life. Thank you, Jesus, for everything. You start your day thanking the Lord, end your day thanking the Lord. Once we thank the Lord, 
you'll put to death the old man. Okay? The old man is the person who grumbles and complains. Now, if you know you're grumbling and complaining, the old man is alive. But if you're praising, you have only praise and thanksgiving in your heart, that's the new man. That's the, the man in Christ who does that. Because the person who is grumbling is all about self. Try it yourself and see. The person who grumbles and complains wants self-gratification. Whereas the person who thanks and praise God, his flesh has died. And Galatians 2.20 is alive. It's a beautiful light, brothers and sisters in Christ, when we have Christ as the center of our lives. You know, whatever you may be doing, whatever thoughts that come in your heart, remember to have Jesus Christ everywhere because he's, he's at every stage of our life. Even if you're in a pit, he will lift us up and bring, me up, bring us out uh, because we acknowledge him in all our ways. So let's recap so far what we did in all the teachings so far. Uh, the last five, five series. The first one was we always started with letters because that the way that's the way it is in the book of Hebrews. Let us statements from the book of Hebrews. So far we have looked at the following. The first one was let us fear. Let us second one let us be diligent. The third step was let us hold fast our confession. The fourth step fourth step was let us draw near to the throne of grace. The fifth step was let us press on to maturity. The sixth step was let us draw near to the most holy place. The seventh step was let us hold fast our confession without wavering. There's so much power in that very teaching. Praise God for that. Let the eighth step was let us consider one another. Now the ninth and step, ninth and tenth steps again are important. The ninth step uh, was uh, let us run with endurance the race that is set before us, which we did in our last teaching. And the 10th step was let us show gratitude. Now, obviously, you can't be grateful. When gratitude is in your heart, you'll always be thankful to God. So once again, we encourage you to memorize the steps and orders. It's a great blessing and it will be a help to you. Sister Jane is doing a wonderful job of writing these personally and sharing with everyone. So if anyone has not got it, um, you will definitely, you know, it's already there. Someone can forward it to you. Or else you can go to the YouTube teaching and Spend some time going through this again and again so that the Lord will reveal something new to you. And please share that with the prayer group. Because every time I go through the teaching, something else comes in and God teaches me something new. So step 11 is let us go out to him. Now, this step 11 is we are going to understand through scripture. So you take me to the book of Hebrews chapter 13, verse 12 to 14. Take me to NES, New American NASB, sorry. Yeah, good. We are going towards 12 to 14. Therefore, Jesus also suffered outside the gate that he might sanctify the people through his own blood. So then, let us go out to him outside the camp, bearing his reproach. For here, we do not have a lasting city, but we are seeking the city which is to come. Okay. 
Now let us let us understand this, and it's very very important for us to understand the scripture in depth. Okay, the passage here deals with our attitude and our relationship to the present world. Okay, Savio, do you think this world is a permanent world for us? Are we in a permanent place? No. Okay, so that's where we should start with. It's telling us that our home is not in this world. That's the first thing, and we do not have an enduring place in this world. Now, the world did they accept Jesus or reject Jesus? Are they? He rejected him, so they rejected Jesus. They drove him out of the city and crucified him outside the gate. Okay, that was outside the gate. Imagine he was crucified outside. The scripture always emphasizes that the crucifixion took place outside the city wall. He was rejected. Okay, he was put out of society. The world did not want him. We know the way the world treated Jesus. Sooner or later, okay, in one way or the other, is going to be the way the world will treat you and me as believers. that's kind of persecution that comes in when you take the name of jesus i would say that you know we should hold fast in our faith journey because many times we don't realize that christ is everything and i i truly say for a person who is born again of the holy spirit galatians 220 is the scripture for you and me any time the scripture comes alive just keep you know meditating upon scripture whenever you go through a persecution remember i now no longer live christ you live in me Jesus Christ is alive in me. Now, this is something so 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 important for us to understand. Okay. Now, in in Hebrews, it's also said that in the reproach of Christ is greater riches than the treasures of Egypt. His reproach becomes our glory, and that's why the writer of Hebrews gives us this verse fourteen. And again, can you read verse fourteen for me? For you. we do not have a lasting city but we are seeking the city which is to come okay so here it is the translation says you know the city is talking about the city can you see that in italics abhi you know the city yes the city there is one particular city which is the destination and the home of all the true believers and that is where we really belong and that is important for us to remember that we are not here in this world uh, forever but the the thing is we have a city that we have to go towards and that's where eternity comes in and that's why we believe that something greater than this life you know that paul always says and we learn this in our teachings you know he says the reward is going to be a, by a just judge and the reward he knows the kind of prize that he gets you know and that will be the true prize that we are looking for now the heroes of faith if you look at the two chapters you know if you look ahead in in the book of hebrews chapter 11 there are great saints of the old testament emphasizing their faith he talks about them let's let's take a look at this and this will for anyone who wants their faith journey to improve hebrews chapter 11 focus on this chapter beautiful right from the start verse 1 onwards it says now it doesn't talk about future it says now faith is the substance of things hoped for evidence of things not seen but take me from verse 13 to 16 they're talking about the fathers of faith and how you know how these people had the kind of faith that we should be looking at this is 11 to oh yeah go 13 16 years all these died in faith without receiving the promises but having seen 
and welcomed them from a distance. And having confessed that they were strangers and exiles on the earth. For those who say such things, make it clear that they are seeking a country of their own. And indeed, if they had been thinking of that country, which they left, they would have had the opportunity to return. But as it is, they desire a better country, that is a heavenly one. Therefore, God is not ashamed to be called their God. For he has prepared a city for them. So if you look at it, I'm totally gripped by the actually the words spoken there, that these are the forerunners uh, in the faith who are examples in so many ways, confess that they were strangers and exiles on this earth. Okay. Imagine being a stranger on this earth. You know, it has a it has a tremendous meaning to go deep into understanding this for people who really understand uh, what I'm talking about. You know, you have seen people who are homeless, Savio. Have you yes. seen that? Yes. Have you seen the plight of people who are, you know, we have come in as migrants, Savio. You agree? Yes. Yes. When we came in as migrants, you know the pain it took us to get the first job, you know, when we left our countries and came here. Yes. Okay. Many of us never, our qualifications back home were not accepted. You know, the things that we are used to, you know, the luxuries that we are used to in our country was not taken into consideration here. Okay. And very few people will understand the kind of pain that you have to go through because you're in a different country. Is that correct? Yes, absolutely. Now we are talking about ourselves being migrants. Okay. We still come with some money. We come with some qualification. We are come with something in mind. Can you think of people who are refugees? Yes. They yes. come on a boat. At least we have a passport. We have a visa. We have a copy. Somebody yes. has certified us. Okay. You came into Australia. They would have been either the Australian Institute of Management or Vetasis or some governing body of Australia said, okay, Savio's qualifications and yes. Savio's work experience give him this kind of a role in the country. Okay. Yes. Is that right? Yes. Because you have come with certain degrees and certain qualifications, which are, you know, considered equal to something here, or you could get kind of a job in this kind of area because you've got to apply into a particular, you know, into a particular you know, code. Correct. Yes. But what does a refugee have? He has no passport. He's yes. just left his place because he's, there's the bombing happening there. So his passport must have been there or not there. He's disappeared. Mm. He's just on a ship and he's come here to Australia. Yes. What kind of life with that? You're not into any country. You don't belong neither into Australia, not into your own country because it's a war zone. Yes. Can you think of that life, Savio? Yes. They are not having a state. It I is a stateless life. We don't have a particular state where you could say, I belong here. You have a passport that says, yes, this is my nationality. You don't have a document. You have nothing. Okay. How it would be for them? Think about that situation. Okay. Yeah. Today, we talk about being migrants and mm. the pain that we go through. Think of yes. a refugee who yes. has nothing, who has no qualification because nothing. Whatever he has, he has no papers to prove it. And his country is a war zone. So he's just come on a ship and he's here. Okay. Now, how pain 
helpful that would be you know it could be someone who's classified stateless yes without a particular state you know people who don't have a country who don't have or own a passport i'm sure some of us have helped such people in our lives okay in some way or the other okay in, in whatever way we have done something for them you know but it does happen that these people go through such an agonizing time when they don't have the right documents or they don't have the right you know visas to come into a country which requires all this and they are treated like unwanted people okay wherever they go so there are multiple refugees today in the world and in the previous generations if you see who went through the agony of not belonging having no permanent place of their own okay do you agree with this like yes. people had no permanent place of their own who came into the country yes and and they are seeking a place of their own when they came in but yes. not in this world so there are these people also of the faith who did not come in to be in the country or being in a bird world they already came looking out for that other world they now belong to this earth and that's what they said these all died in faith without receiving the promises but having seen and welcomed them from a distance how touching is that how you have you understood poets yes yes these people never received the promise okay so moses was supposed to take the people out yes. of egypt okay Correct. into the promised land from yes. afar he could see the promised land but he would never touch step on the promised land yes. how did feel you know they were only on that journey to bring them to a particular point many of us don't realize here everyone here all the 46 participants here and how many on youtube i do not know and how many would be watching this each of us has a ministry you are a destiny helper to somebody in their life to pick them out from their situation and bring them to the situation where god wants them to be many of us have no state in mind we are stateless because you may say okay i have got a house i've got a roof over my head you may be having all this but spiritually you have no state okay are you understanding something yes yes you may think you are there but many people are far away from god they don't even know what's existing what's happening if you talk about god to someone they say what's wrong you know what 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 is god who is this person so it it is sometimes for us to bring christ to those people and and many times you think where the lord says you know you will raise the dead he talks of the spiritually dead because for a person to be dead physically and come alive god can do that but to make a person who is spiritually dead to become spiritually alive is a resurrection in itself because that person has has never believed that christ exists are you getting it? yes many of us were living there and today the lord has brought us out of that place out of that pit into believing jesus christ as the lord and savior of our life it is our job today to bring christ to somebody else okay i share normally you know whenever i get an invite sabhi i don't know what you and russell sends you know today friday teaching will be about this do you share it with somebody yes when you share it with somebody that somebody should be sharing it with that with their contacts with their friends you never know somebody may pick up the phone or say hey let me join this teaching today yes and you know we may be praying a prayer of salvation and that person may get saved and if that person dies that night he sees the lord because he was saved he accepted yes. christ and and you know just because of you forwarding that message someone got heaven yes how yes. beautiful would that be now yes. you don't realize this power because wherever a preaching is done wherever the word of god is preached whichever part of the world 
Christ is there. Okay, so it's important that we become those destiny helpers for people who are in this world. Okay, so it is important that we understand this, that Abraham, for instance, he could not, he could not return to the land of Ur. Okay, that was the land from where, you know, the Chaldees, which, which is where he came from. But he had set his mind, you know, forward, not backward. God took him to a promised land, you know. Yes. Sometimes, Fabio, if you look at it, we left our countries and someone, you know, here says, you had a better life there. You just left everything to come here, yeah. you know. Yes. And then you realize that the Lord had a greater plan for you here. Yeah. If you are not here, you would never be part of a prayer group like this. Correct. If you are not here, you would never be able to encounter Christ so powerfully. Correct. You know, Absolutely. where you would be writing Absolutely. You know, those very reflections from the Holy Spirit and touching some one, millions of people's lives yes. across the world. Do you know someone in Africa is being touched by your reflection? Yes. Someone in Sudan is being touched by a reflection. Yes. Someone in India, the place where you are, is being touched by the reflection. Amen. And this is not me saying. It is them reading it and their lives, you know, doesn't that touch you yes. much more than, you know, the wage or the wealth that you would get yes. by being there. Yes. This is how God changes our land and puts us into the land of promises. Okay. And that's why the word of God is so powerful. Then comes that beautiful sentence, therefore God is not ashamed to be called their God. Okay, When we identify ourselves with God, his city and his preparation for us, he's proud to be our God. It's beautiful to know that he has prepared a city for, for them and for us. Now, many people want to be coming for the prayer meeting. Many people say, oh Christ, Jesus is everything. Jesus, Jesus. But do you know one thing? What did Jesus say? If you want to be a Christian, what do you have to do? Take up your cross and follow me. So Jesus, the commitment to Jesus requires identification with his cross. Are you getting it? Yes. When you identify yourself with the cross of Christ, that's when you are truly a Christian. We have to go out to him to the place where he was crucified. This commitment rules out two pursuits pleasing self and pleasing the world. Okay. So these two things have to be taken off. We're going deeper to understand this. Why is it difficult for us to live that Christian life is because we have to please ourselves, and then we are going to please the world. Isn't it true, Savio? Yes. You buy a new car. Okay. More than important. Somebody will say, Hey, you bought a Mercedes. I've got a Mercedes. What car are you having? Now, point is that you say, oh, Lord, I think I better need a Mercedes. Okay. But does the Lord see the Lord will ask you, Savio, do you need a Mercedes to please yourself? Aren't you happy with this car which I gave you? You yes. can go from one place to another. What's the purpose of the car? Yes. To take you from one place to another place yes. safely, right? Yes. Okay. Even in that Mercedes, five people can sit. In your car, also five people can sit. Yes. Okay. Just it's a prestige. Of course, you're sitting more luxury, more comfort, big name. But what is happening? Are you pleasing yourself or pleasing the world? Pleasing the world. But you'll do whatever it takes so people say, hey, you know, I'm moving in a Mercedes. But you're not pleasing. There's no God involved in this. Yes. You will be killing yourself to pay that money. Correct. To pay off that loan of the Mercedes all your life to yes. please the world. Okay. And that's what Brother Russell says. Sometimes we buy too much and we can chew. And we do this and we become so busy and that's why he, he always says this, you know, that's how the devil gets you. 
you become so busy that you have no time for the word of god today i share one thing with you if you are not reading god's word daily okay you are not in christ totally i'm sharing this it may be you like no but but i brother i have no time it's difficult if the the word of god is the breath of your life your things your life will be not the same it will be a different life you will not live anymore you will say lord i don't live i have died i have truly died because your word has come alive for me are you getting me? yes if your the word of christ is truly alive then that is all you need in life and i'll tell you this world is beautiful heaven is on this earth itself if we accept christ as lord and savior of our life you will never that that relationship will start jesus christ becomes a relationship and that journey that you talk of savio is a beautiful journey where you have to thank god for everything even the little things of life become so beautiful the air you breathe is a thanks thank you jesus when you get up first time in the morning you'll say thank you lord for keeping me alive and giving me another day to see because there are so many people who went to sleep yesterday but have now woken up isn't that true sir yes absolutely so let's look at there are two things that we have to get rid of okay rule out pleasing yourself now this is important if you are part of this teaching you will get to understand how can you truly have christ in your life now do you you get it that if you have christ you have everything yes okay we had that him if you have, i have everything when i have christ okay yes. we have everything when we have you christ have. okay yes. yeah. you have christ so if you have everything when you have christ everything means you will never lack anything this is what jesus said you will never lack i want to share one thing people who are believers of god's word will never lack in life put an amen to this i want you to put an amen if you believe that you will never lack in life never never ever ever lack in life in your finances in your relationships in your health you live till old age and you'll be blessed every moment of your life even the devil who puts an evil thing for you that will turn for your good do you know that yes good things will happen even in situations that you least expect so i would say people would an amen believe that they will never lack because christ says that when you have me you'll have everything you'll have a job your bills will be paid you know you'll be able to pay tithes to god because that is his money you'll be able to bless other people with your money give them food keep that happiness alive and mainly you have christ in your life without his word we are nothing my friend without jesus i am nothing and i want that that scripture to come alive in all of us john 15:5 that without christ we are nothing he is the vine you know and we are the branches okay so let's remember one thing without jesus i am nothing okay now let's get to this two parts okay that we get in let's look for a moment uh, what the new testament says about pleasing ourselves okay let's go to philippians chapter 3 verse 17 to 19 this is where we need to make a change two things that keep us away from christ okay so one is pleasing ourselves how do we rule out pleasing ourselves philippians 3:17 to 19 brothers and sisters join in following my example and observe those 
who walk according to the pattern you have in us. For many walk of whom I often told you and now tell you even as I weep that they are the enemies of the cross of Christ whose end is destruction whose God is their appetite and whose glory is in their shame who have their minds on earthly things. Okay. Now there are many people who call themselves Christians, but their walk is all about the flesh and about themselves. Okay. So one thing in what we are learning today is to rule out the pleasing of self. Okay. It's clear that Paul was clearly speaking about the people who profess to be Christians. Okay. We're not talking about outsiders. We're talking about Christians. Okay. Yet he warned his fellow believers against them. He said that they claim to be followers of Christ, but they are actually enemies of the cross. They, are indul they have self-indulgence and their mind is set on the things of the world. The principle of the cross, and this is important, what is the principle of the cross? If you, you, you say, I'm truly born again, without Christ, you can't have the Holy Spirit. Without accepting Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior of your life, you will not have the Holy Spirit. So the Holy Spirit comes in your life you have to be truly associated with the cross. And the principle of the cross is death to self and the things of the flesh cannot be applied in our lives anymore. Paul says, you've got to be careful. Don't follow the example because the end is destruction. The end in verse 19, it says, whose end is destruction, whose God is their appetite. Okay, because their God is their appetite and whose glory is in their shame who have their minds on earthly things, but the end is destruction. What does it say, Sabi? Whose end is destruction. Okay, if we go deeply into this, Sabi, we'll get a wonderful reflection from the Lord. I'm telling you this. This will be a powerful reflection for you. Okay, that's what the Holy Spirit tells you. Okay, go into it, and I'm sure the Lord will lead you into something. Okay? But remember one thing. You've got to be careful, and don't follow the example. So, today's people, if you look at, the, at people in the church who profess... You know, that Christ is everything, but they reject the cross. If you talk of the cross, they don't want to accept the cross. Do you know that's how? Yes. Many people don't like the cross. They like Christ, but not the cross. They say, no, no, cross is not important. Christ is important. You can't have Christ without the cross. He says, whoever wants to be my disciple will take up the cross and follow me. Okay. We are going to go through sufferings. We are going to go to our own family members. Many of you brothers and sisters in Christ who are listening to this teaching, your own spouses may be saying, what waste of time putting two hours on a prayer group. How does this help? you?" I'm sure someone will put an amen to that. I can put it. Uh, the Lord has touched and blessed my wife. She now understands that what I'm doing is definitely for the glory of God because she can see the glory of God in our lives. Because the Lord always blesses his servants and everyone who is associated in his ministry. I would say this. Because it's very important to understand when you're truly working for Christ and you accept his cross, Jesus, do not make my cross light, but give me the grace. Give me the strength to carry it. Because I truly love you. You will realize, and I share this with you, there's only one relationship which is permanent between you and Christ. Is that true, Savi? Yes. You meet your wife here. You meet your children here, Savi. You meet your parents here. You don't choose anyone. God, God brings them in your life. Yes. 
okay but the day we leave this world nobody jumps in and says oh i'm coming with you no does that happen no that doesn't it doesn't that's the truth and you need to understand that, that you are everything when you have christ so the cross of christ is important now the cross is cross means crucifying our flesh okay when you crucify the flesh and the lusts of the world that's when you get out of this now the second ruling out is to rule out the pleasing of the world which is equally equally bad we all do this to please our world isn't it yes <clears throat> so identification with the cross of jesus also rules out the pleasing of the world okay james writes this strong words actually take me to james book of james chapter 4 verse 4 I pray that this teaching changes people's lives to realize that Jesus is everything to me everything you are the alpha and the omega of my life the day i was conceived till the day i leave this world till eternity you are the alpha and the omega you know till my glorified body comes when there's a new world you are going to be the alpha and omega of my life when jesus christ is in your life he's everything you can't have jesus christ as everything in your life if you have the world also can you have everything no so it's important to read this james 4:4 and understand that we cannot uh, please the world and see what does he say what strong strong languages take me to niv please in this because he's saying you adulteresses but go to niv in this one you adulterous people don't you know that friendship with the world means enmity against god therefore anyone who chooses to be a friend of the world becomes an enemy of god now why is why is he saying you adulterous people okay a person who commits adultery is not faithful is that right sir yes when he says you adulterous people don't you know that friendship with the world means enmity against god now this is very straightforward language that i'm reading okay what does he mean okay when he says that now when you are with christ shouldn't you be faithful to christ yes now the spiritual bond is between you and christ isn't it yes okay so it's a question of a bride and a bridegroom okay where bridegroom is christ and the bride is the church isn't it yes now when you are spiritually connected with christ how can it be possible that you go pleasing somebody else that is the world so you yes. are an enemy with christ means you have left christ to go with the passions of the world it means you are an adulterous person yes that's what he says when you have married to christ how can you leave that marriage and go with someone else and that is the world is what he talks of okay yes now to get this to understand this the spiritual commitment to jesus christ requires us and qualifies us to become part of his bride we are the bride and he is the bridegroom okay the church is the bride and he is the bridegroom <clears throat> the bride is required to have a single hearted total commitment and a devotion to jesus and jesus alone okay that's why today i want to share one thing after this end of the teaching we should be thanking jesus every moment of our lives okay holy spirit is one who is always with us but remember one thing jesus christ made that gift possible 
we have this gift of the holy spirit because he gave us the helper and because jesus died on the cross we got that gift do you know that's all yes so he says i have to go there be a helper who would come and tell you all that i have done he yeah. talk about he'll not talk anything about himself he'll tell you all that he has received from him are you getting yes so yeah. that is the spirit of christ itself that lives in us the spirit of alshadai the celebrated spirit of god now god's love always flows to jesus okay is the love of god flows to christ in us okay to jesus christ is the way there's no other way you can't go to the father except to christ okay and this is one thing it's very clear our commitment and devotion are infiltrated and adulterated by the love of this world then we become spiritual adulterers adulterers and what happens we are not faithful to the bridegroom that is jesus christ to be friendly with the world is to be spiritually it's it's basically spiritual adultery by being friendly with the world now i want to ask you this question sir can you love jesus and love the world too no can he either can you, love one of them now when you go through jesus some people will call you mad isn't it some people yes. will say hey what 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 is this guy up to you know mm. how can you this the world is all about pleasure it's all about dance party you know it's all about wasting time and doing all things that the world wants you to do i get it yes and here you're spending time with god and going deeper in understanding because the world that people look at they think that they are going to live forever if you ask anybody how long you live you say forever right yes, yes. nobody thinks that they'll there's death going to come someday they everyone thinks this is the permanent planet you're going to be here forever okay so one thing is clear is that that's why when you do it realize that you are alive every morning you should be thanking god i i just i just pray that all of us realize even a testimony next friday would be jesus i thank you that i am alive itself is a big testimony you agree sir yes sir absolutely because you are alive yes. imagine if you are dead can you pray no. can you ask for anything no can you do can you do anything no you are lifeless you can do nothing the fact that christ keeps you alive every day thank you jesus for keeping me alive at the end of this teaching that should come in you that every moment of my life is a blessing everything is something that i learn even if it's a bad day i've learned something from this day thank you lord okay let's go to john chapter 15 verse 18 to 19 what is jesus saying if the world hates you keep in mind that it hated me first if you belong to the world it would love you as its own as it is you do not belong to the world but i have chosen you out of the world that is why the world hates you okay the world will hate you because christ you know the you know who is the prince of this world first of all satan does satan love jesus no he hates jesus okay he hates what jesus did to him on the cross because that was his total destruction okay 
So anyone formed in the image of of, of God, obviously, he hates that. Correct? Yes. So when you are the lover of the devil, because you are loving the world, can he? Would he ever love you, or he'll destroy it? Yes. Okay. The whole idea is steal, kill, and destroy. John ten ten. Yes. Okay, the thief does not come to give you life. The thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. destroy. If you understand how the devil robs you, he robs you first of your joy. He yes. takes away joy from your life. You are supposed to be joyful. Okay, so you you have seen a baby. Okay, your own children when they were born. Okay, talk about Jaden. Okay, yes. When he was first laughing, did you cuddle him? And when he laughed, when he made this funny noises, didn't he laugh and babble? Yes, yes. And you remember that day when he babbled and you know laughed and you know. He, when you said something funny and he's kept on laughing and all parents here yes correct okay yes. wasn't that true joy okay yes. did you think of your office work at that time did you no. send that email or did you you know did you make the curry properly and put all the salt in it or you know did you no. pay off the bill on that time when you are immersed in that joy of your baby smiling at you when you are smiling at him and how does he smile back you know Yes. And you say you cutie, cutie, cutie. Something you'll say, and then the child will smile. Hey, 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 you know that babble. Yes. How much joy is that in you? Yes, it overwhelms. Yeah. Okay. Overwhelms. Now, when I'm connecting you back to that day, even now you are joyful about that. Yes. Okay, because you have so much of joy. Yes. The very purpose of, uh, you know, joy, in our life, is to be joyful all the time. Christ made us to be joyful all the time. There was one priest who touched my life, who was a real spiritual guru to me. May soul rest in peace. You know, Father Roland Fialo. I don't know if people know him. Uh, from the he was he was one of one of the very good preachers of God's word. He said the joy means Jesus is first, others come second, and you come last. Savio, it's yes. that the order of of joy. It was always Jesus first in your life, others second. Your life is never lived for you. It is always about others. And when you live that life in that order. Okay, and you come last in that because you don't think of yourself; you think about others. Okay, uh, and that's why you know you should sing that hymn. Whatsoever you do to the least of my brethren, you do it unto me because you're doing it to others, and then you do it to Christ. You see. Yes. So when joy is in your life, you're so happy. When the devil robs you of that joy, he robs you totally. Are you getting? Yes. There's stress. There's depression. There's anxiety. There's blood pressure. There's Sleep problems, all kinds of problems, all kinds of, every kinds of tensions come. Are you getting me? Because yes. the joy is robbed of. You know, you are alive, but not truly alive. What does Christ talk about? He talks of a life that you live. Every day is a blessing, Savi. Do you agree? Yes, absolutely. When you are on this earth, every day is a blessing because the Holy Spirit is so joyful. He said, "The joy of the Lord is my friend." Is my strength. We sing that hymn as well. The joy of the Lord is my strength. You know why do you say that? Because the joy of Christ is always for you to share it with others. Okay. One thing I want to share with you. Once I had gone to the missionaries of charity in Calcutta when I used to travel all across in India, and when I went there, I asked one of the sisters or the nuns there. I said. I actually wanted to, you know, because I used to dress up in a suit, and you know, those days it was all about you know, going to please others, because obviously that was my job. Okay, um, suppose we head of country. But my point there was when I went there to check in the mirror, I said, uh, "Sister, by the way, is there any mirror here? I would like just, you know, comb my hair." They said, uh, "Brother, we have no mirrors. You are our mirrors." I said, "What do you mean?" 
They said, if you smile, it means we look good because we see our reflection in you. And that touched me, Sarva. I said, they have, I said, no mirrors. He said, no way in this entire missionary house you'll see a single mirror because you are the mirror. We look at you and we know that our face is done up well. There's a smile on our face. How beautiful is that? Wow. Amazing. Okay. And then I realized that I'm so used to the mirror. I keep on looking where can I comb my hair and how, you know, I look. And here they don't have a mirror at all. Their whole life mirror is you. Joy is when others come first in your life. When you forget yourself and think of others. In the order of Christ being first, others being second, and you being last. That's when the true joy of Christ is in you. I hope this is touching some of you. Amen. Put an amen if that's touching you. It touched me in that order and the Holy Spirit makes it alive even today. Okay? When we do something for others. I want to share something with you. How joyful it is when you know you have fed a beggar on the road. So I don't know whether you've done it back in India or wherever. Yes. Yeah. You know, or, you're, you're, or you have given, even in these times, you don't yeah. have to name a person or whatever, but you have been able to give somebody food even if you picked up the phone, called up the Kirana or some uh, the grocery store and say, can you, can you bring five kilos of rice and some, some pulses and some, you know, some sugar and some oil or something or soap or whatever and give it to somebody. Truly joyful when you did that, isn't it? Yes. Absolutely. You know, one thing, I'll tell you one thing. You try giving, okay? You will see there's so much of joy because your spirit was always meant to be joyful. It was never meant to be subdued to be the self that you and I are. This has come not from God. It's come from the world. And the ruler of the world is Satan. Try to do something exactly opposite. When you pray for, you know, for the people who I shared, and Paul gave this testimony as well. When you pray for others, God hears your prayer. Okay. When I was doing a teaching one day and I was trying to reflect, the Lord connected me to one of Benin's teachings. And when he, you know, when he has his uh, worship, you know, he does not pray over anyone. Imagine during the worship, all people walk out of wheelchairs. Do you know that, Sabe? Yes. There are 40 people who got out of wheelchairs. And there was one person who was not being able to get out of the wheelchair. And he says, I want to get out of the wheelchair. I have a desire to be out of the wheelchair. And all these people have, you know, their entire lower back gone. Some are paralyzed. And, you know, all those people, those people are getting out of wheelchairs. And you know what the Lord told Benny? Ask him to pray for the others who are on the wheelchairs across the world. And he came for another worship session and he prayed for the people who are not with him, but all the others who were in wheelchairs. And before knowing something, he just felt the power of God. You know, how do you know the Holy Spirit heals you? You have that heat. There's a kind of heat that comes in you, okay? I, I'm saying this because I know how the Holy Spirit comes over me all the time I feel that heat would come in and you feel that healing kind of power that flows in you, that heat of God that comes in. And this man wakes up, gets up from the wheelchair and he says, I'm healed. He didn't even know. He said, but I never prayed for myself at all. That is the power. When you take the focus out of yourself, that's when God can operate in you. Are you getting this, brothers and sisters in Christ? Are you, can, you, can you realize what I'm saying? You are praying for a job and you say, Jesus, help me with a job, help me with a job. I'm, this is a true statement. It, it's not that you cannot declare. Now, when your faith level is different, when you see all at different levels, but when you pray 
and you're all about yourself, I would say kill yourself. Start praying for the people who don't have a job. And your prayer should be, Lord, bless every jobless man with a job. Give that man a job. Give anybody a job. And somebody will call you also and say, hey, brother, thanks for your prayer. You got a, I got a job. He said, thank you, Lord. More. The devil is testing and the test is more high. Because think of it, you don't have the job. You prayed for someone, he got the job. You still have. You will continue praying and saying, thank you, Lord. Blessing people with jobs. Give them more and more jobs. When you truly die to the flesh, you'll be totally with a job. And I would say you'll have the best job which God has kept for you. Amen, Savio? Amen. Okay. And this touched me when Benny and said this, and, and it really touched me, is that when the person stopped praying for himself and his healing, and he started praying for others, that's when the Lord brought about a healing and he was totally healed. Absolutely healed of paralysis. Came off the wheelchair and carried the wheelchair and gave glory to God. And he said this, that I never prayed for myself. I stopped praying for myself. I prayed for the other people on the wheelchairs. And God healed. When we are so much in our flesh, so much about ourselves that we forget the glory of God and we cannot allow God's healing power to come in. The scripture, by the stripes and wounds of Jesus, it requires us to be totally stripped of self. Okay? When you're totally stripped of yourself, that's when the glory of God comes in so powerfully. And you see the power of God coming. For brothers and sisters, whoever is praying tonight for someone else, remember who don't get sleep. Many people call me and say, brother, I never slept for so many years. I said, forget yourself. Start praying for other people to sleep like babies. And I have testimonies of people also who say, Lord, brother, now we are sleeping like babies. We don't know when we start. Just I sleep in the night, morning it happens. Morning I get up and I don't know when I'm. I'm getting such beautiful sleep. For some people who don't get sleep, I'll also share one more thing. Pray in tongues. If you have the gift of tongues, just start praying in tongues. The devil wants to trouble you with all kinds of thoughts. Okay. During the time when you're not getting sleep, I would say just open your mouth and just pray in tongues. Just move in the spirit straight away and just enjoy that time. You say, Lord, it's my time with you. Before you realize it, you're fast asleep and the next morning you're woken up. How many of you have experienced this, by the way? Praying in tongues is so powerful. So when you pray in the spirit, amen, if you really have, you know, seen, you know, power when praying in tongues, okay? So that is what happens when you lift up in things in tongues. So what we realize here is we have to have the attitude, okay, we should not love ourselves, but love others, okay? The right attitude is important. What then should be our attitude in the light of these plain facts and script statements of scripture? Now, this is what Paul says in the book of Galatians, chapter 6, verse 14. May I never boast except in the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ through which the world has been crucified to me and I to the world. So the, the, the thing that touches me most about this is that may I never boast. Okay, the first thing. How easy it is to boast, Savio? Yes, very easy. 
oh i've got a new car you seen my new car and you seen my new job and you seen my new suit okay and someone say wow look at my new gadget i've got latest gadget are you getting yes i've got everything and it's so easy for us to fall in that area okay because the devil does not need to even get us to the next thing in pride only everybody falls are you getting yes including satan who said i will five times i will become i will be i will you see book of isaiah chapter verse 14 you know if you go through those five eyes it was all about glorifying self and today we all fall flesh in the flesh of pride by boasting and boasting is part of pride i boast about myself but here he says may i never boast except in the cross of our lord jesus christ okay through which the world has been crucified to me and i to the world now the words obviously make such a deep impression of let us not boast let me never place confidence in anything ultimately for the cross of the lord let me not boast in my education do people boast of education yes absolutely yes okay people meet you and say i'm a phd what are you i'm a doctor i've done double doctorate and uh, i'm a single psychologist i've done this and that and you know and he says what are you done are you getting yes absolutely i'm sure we all come across including us doing it i have done it at my times as well <clears throat> and i realize how you know how bad i was to boast about myself because whatever i had is all by christ nothing was my own okay till i realized the truth and the eyes opened up my eyes popped out and i realized that everything was given to me by christ nothing was mine and nothing will ever be mine it is just me as a caretaker of christ including the body that you and i have is not our own i'm a caretaker of god's body so we do you get this yes the body that you have is not your own it belongs to christ yes. you got to take very good care of it you'll be judged for what you do in that body in the flesh that's what the word of god says you'll be judged for your actions okay so it's important that we realize that none of us own anything in this world and nothing is ours everything belongs to christ so why not surrender somebody you want to be wondering vivek since i i surrender all every time i tell you it's the most powerful thing ever because everything belongs to him when you surrender everything to him now some of you i think today we we sang this him how many of you felt lighter after surrendering totally if you truly surrender you will have that spiritual burden leave you totally completely you'll feel like as if wow i felt so light now people don't realize some people say no no we come for the word of god session the word of god is powerful yes it is powerful i don't i don't deny that but do you know the greatest healings take place during praise and worship i shared with you when benny him does the preaching he never heals and every healing takes place during the praise and worship when you worship god there's too much of power that flows and at that point of time there are miracles happening in the spirit realm i always shared with you there's power in the realm of the spirit not in the realm of the flesh and the realm of the spirit is connecting our spirit with god's spirit when we when we worship god that's when his power flows into our spirit and you know the power to heal is in our spirit do you agree with me sir yes it's not in the flesh it's in our spirit and when our mind is renewed with god's word the power from the spirit moves to the flesh it has to pass through the mind i get it yes but when the mind is renewed to god's word the mind is under the the spirit the mind is under the spirit it's the spirit dominates the mind and that's when the power of god flows into the body and the healing takes place 
This all happens during praise and worship. Some people don't realize this. When you worship God, what are you worshiping? Are you worshiping in flesh? In spirit. In spirit. And the only power of blessings that ever happen are in your spirit realm. It's in the spirit, not in the flesh. God, many people think that you are born again in the flesh. You are not born again in the flesh. You are born again in the spirit. And God's spirit dwells in your spirit. Okay? And 1 Corinthians 6, 17 says, the two spirit become one. So if you understand that this whole system of God is a, is a system, and if you apply the scripture to that particular situation of your life and claim that scripture, you'd see blessings always because that is what God's word says. That when you make your word and his word in alignment and speak that word from your mouth, it is Christ himself speaking that word through your mouth. There's power. Last time I shared with you, why did in Ezekiel 37, why did God ask Ezekiel, speak to the dead situation? I shared with you, speak to a dead marriage, speak to a dead job, speak to a dead situation and command it in the name of Jesus to come back to life. And I shared this with you. Some people say, oh yeah, brother's talking, that's nice. Why? Because our minds are not renewed with God's word. If it's truly renewed with God's word, his word becomes alive. If he has said it, it happens. That's it. You don't know anything else. If he says, it happens. Are you getting me? Yes. Amen. So when you speak God's words, do you see a miracle? You expect a miracle or you yes. just, yes. you know, yes. it may happen, may not happen. No. I also shared with you, whenever you pray, listen to me. I was reading today, in fact, you know, the word of God, I think the, the readings you attend mass of you. Yes. It's 1 Samuel 16. You've seen you know, yes. David fighting Goliath. These are the readings for the day Okay, yes. in the church. When David went to fight Goliath, what did Goliath have in him? He had pride in him. He's saying, are you, are you, are you giving me a dog? Is, you know, what he called David something like a dog. He says, what do you think I am, you know, that you're getting, getting someone like David? He started laughing at David. But what did David say? My God will give me victory today because my God is greater than you. David never saw Goliath. He saw God. Yes. Now, why that happened is because when the spirit of God rests on you and when the spirit of God is upon all of us here, our words become God's word. That's why the teaching, the power of your words. You know, the first thing you need to give someone who comes to this prayer group is that teaching, the power of your words. Because the moment you start speaking and cursing yourself, there are things that work in that realm too. You've got to break them in the name of Jesus. And I share this with you. If you speak life into your dead marriage, if you speak life into a job, if you speak life into your dead bones or any dead situation in the name of Jesus, that situation has to come alive. You don't have to think about the outcome. It is already done. You only have to thank and praise God that it's done. Because whatever happens, God is going to do it. It's not your job to do it. Your job is only to thank him and believe it's happened. Even if your senses say it is not happened and the facts say it is not happened, in the spirit realm it's already done. Have you understood this? Other? Yes. Yes. This truth can only come if this, the word of God is alive and active in you. It can't happen in the flesh. Impossible. And once this happens, that's why people who come, brother Vivek, pray for me. Okay, I pray your prayer is already answered. Got the prayer, we got the answer. Next time again, brother, again, pray for me. Again, the prayer is answered. Wow, very, very good. Now again, pray. 
when you will you renew your mind when will your mind be renewed if you are coming to me to pray okay we prayed we got an answer prayer even the toughest prayer got answered but tomorrow you have to pray for somebody else you say no let me do one thing i'll call brother vivek and he pick up the phone and we'll make a prayer aren't you becoming christ to someone else when will christ come alive in you when will you make that prayer and say lord in your name i heal because matthew 16 17 says you lay hands on the sick and they shall recover put your hand and say lord your word says it it is done sometimes we don't realize this but when the holy spirit comes alive in our life the word truly comes alive do you agree brothers and sisters that the word of god is alive and active if jesus christ is the breath of your life then the word of god is the breath to you and me because jesus is the word you cannot live a single day of your life without reading and meditating upon his word even in the night the holy spirit will give you dreams he teach you the word of god you know the holy spirit teaches me in the night in my dream also <laughs> the word of god there's a session going all the time he says start praying pray we have to be obedient to the voice of the holy spirit do exactly what he tells us nothing else just him he speaks we listen and he will tell us the secrets of what we do amen so let's remember never to boast let us never have confidence in anything that we call our own everything comes from god and it's always nothing is ours okay and that's what he says and jesus gives a beautiful promise in john 16:33 before you read that sabi i just want to reiterate one thing from that scripture what separates us from the people of world is the cross the cross is an absolute mark of separation between the people of god and the people of the world when we accept the principle of of cross in our life we no longer belong to the world that's when galatians 220 comes alive yeah can you read 33 now i have told you these things so that in me you may have peace in this world you will have trouble but take heart i have overcome the world so the good news here is that the world is not our friend it's our enemy isn't that the world is our friend okay you know the world is our enemy at any at all times we are going to have trouble but jesus has overcome the world through him and we too can overcome the world if we are willing to go out to him outside the camp during and bearing his reproach that was step 11 the step 12 is let us offer up a sacrifice of praise this is our last step for the you know the 12th step series and in this we'll understand now we are going to look at the 12th and the final resolution found again in the book of hebrews take me to hebrews 13 verse 15 now this i pray that this last thing makes our impact on our life to be thankful at all times not to change our confession in all things be thankful through jesus therefore let us continually 
offer to God a sacrifice of praise, the fruit of lips that openly profess his name. Yeah, praise God. Najin, you wanted the word to point. Yeah, the 12th step is let us offer up a sacrifice of praise. Okay. Yeah, to me, this final resolution is very appropriate and very, very beautiful. Let us continually offer up a sacrifice of praise to God. Now, this is what God expects from us, a sacrifice of praise. Okay. The final resolution is that we are, we are to go on doing and we are going to go on doing that. Will you continually offer a sacrifice, a sacrifice of praise to God is what we are expected to. Now, one thing that we understand here is gratitude leads okay, to praise. If you are grateful as a person, okay, a person who is grateful is such a wonderful person. Do you agree, Sarah? Yes. A person who is grateful was so much thankful for everything. He says, wow, I'm so happy. Okay, I, I'm, I really marvel at people who keep smiling. Okay. Uh, I don't know if Caroline is here, but I really I'm touched by Caroline every time she smiles. And you know, there's so many people who keep smiling. But yeah, looking at her pics as well, she's always been smiling, always a smile on her face. It's so beautiful. But it's very important that we have gratefulness in our hearts and have that gratitude. Okay. The final step of offering up a sacrifice of praise to God is related in a direct and practical way with two previous steps, which were let us show gratitude, which we had done before. And let us go out to meet him outside the gate. Okay, You see, gratitude naturally leads to praise. There are so many passages in the Bible which relate thanksgiving with praise. And one of the best passages, which I always use okay, in preaching, and now Brother Russell uses, is in the book of Psalms, chapter 100, verse 4. This is how you understand that you know gratitude comes in. Psalms 100 verse 4. Okay, uh, let me go through it. We enter into his gates with thanksgiving in our hearts and enter his courts with praise. Is that that's what Psalms 100 verse 4 says? And we have this beautiful hymn that we say, Enter his gates with thanksgiving in our heart. Enter his courts with praise. We sing this hymn all the time. Okay, the first step in access to God is thanksgiving. Okay, whenever you want to access God, it starts with thanksgiving. And the second one is praise. Yes, I just read it. Okay, so we give thanks to him and praise his name. So the first step is always thanksgiving. The second step is praise. Now, thanksgiving leads to praise. Okay, it finds expression in praise. It flows out in praise. The step before this is let us, okay, go out to him outside the camp. This is what we, we had read. Which means for us to be identified with the cross of Jesus. To follow Jesus, we must accept the reproach of his cross. This brings us release from two slaveries. One of pleasing ourselves and one of pleasing the world. Nowhere people pray, Lord Jesus, let me accept your cross in life. So you know, if I accept the cross, I'm accepting the suffering. Because Christian life is a life of suffering. We have crosses. Okay, you'll never lack in life. Remember these words of mine. You'll never lack in life. But one thing is there, the biggest 
battle that we have is the battle of the flesh and the spirit. Because God says, if you are lovers of the world, you are an adulterous person because you love the world more than me. Because that is where, you know, our biggest battle takes place. Okay. Many of our own folks will say, or our own children will say, Dad, buy the best car. You buy the best car. You're trying to please not God now. You're trying to please the world. Okay. God will give you everything you need. You never lack. You'll always have a good car. But the point is, so why one car? Can we have four? Now you started getting more greedy because you say, no, four. After four, you want more. The point here is, do we truly love Christ? Then we accept the cross. We are identified with the cross. Okay, there's a lot of depth in what I'm saying today. To follow Jesus, we must accept the reproach of his cross. This brings us release from two slaveries. Remember, there is a slavery in us. We are slaves to the devil here. Actually, of pleasing self and pleasing the world. Now, this step is directly relating the offering, the sacrifice of praise. Uh, you might not see it first, but then there are two hindrances to offering uh, spontaneous free praise. Now, many times when you ask people, can you praise the Lord? You know, the point is you can't praise God when you love yourself and love the world. Savio, do you understand what I'm saying? Yes, yes. When you love the self so much, you always want to praise yourself. Self, yeah, self praise. Okay? You, you, you wear a good suit or some women who dress up very well. First of all, they put their photo on Facebook. Yes, yes. Now, when you put on Facebook, what are you going to do? If a woman, I mean, the women here, okay, I'm, I'm not being really partial. You all are beautiful and you're all wonderful sisters in Christ. But if you have done it, okay, put an amen truly. If you put a wonderful, beautiful photo of yourself on Facebook, okay, and you have put it in the morning, and you start getting likes. Would you not look at the likes? How many likes are there? Oh, it's been 20 likes now. Mm, uh, two minutes later, oh, 25 likes, 40 likes. How many comments? Oh, you're beautiful, you're charming, absolutely gorgeous. Okay. Now, can you work in the day? Tell me one thing. I'm asking the women here, Sabio. I know you and I, you also put things on Facebook. But the point is, uh, amen, if you can really say an amen to that. It's difficult because... The moment you have put something on Facebook, your mind is there. How many people are putting likes on my photo? Are you getting me? How many people are putting positive comments? Oh, wow, they're so beautiful. Wow, you look at it. Yes. Now, it's not that we don't do it all the time. My point is, when this becomes a pattern of our life, you are looking for people to appreciate you. There's no life of Christ in you. Because Christ is who you are married to. He should be everything to you, not even your spouse. When he comes first in your life, everything else follows. I put an amen to that as well. I sometimes post on Facebook and I'm looking at the likes. And then the Lord says, who is more important, you or me? And I say, you, Lord. I'm so sorry. Lord. Please forgive me. And that's when I come back to the Lord. So I do this and I know what I'm doing is that when I put a, 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 a post on social media, I try to look at how many people are liking me, how many people are making comments. And, and many times I also fall to this. So I know one thing, when you love the cross, you can't be a lover of yourself or lover for others or pleasing others. You please only Christ. Christ is everything to you. Okay. So to be set free in this way, we are no longer affected by what happens to us. We are not affected by our moods. We are not affected by any kind of adversity. We are no longer affected by what goes on in the world around us. You know, sometimes when we listen to the news, we think, well, the situation is pretty bad. The problem is extremely bad. 
there's a lot of crime mortality and today if you see covid news the whole paper is about covid everything is about i mean I, i'm sure most of the papers cover everything about covid and what's happening across the world i'm not saying that we should not pray for others we should pray at what is going on but at the same time we should remember one thing that our life is all governed by christ we should not be worried about what happens what the situation is and how it is affecting others obviously we pray for people's healing because they are part of us but when you have christ that fear will not be in you you know truly know that if christ is truly in you and you have spoken the word you have destroyed that disease in the name of jesus it has to go because you are the authority of christ in you and that's there in luke 10:19 he says behold i give you authority in my name so you can you take me in 10:19 remember this scripture okay hold on to the scripture whenever you want to rebuke a, a spirit spirit of any kind of spirit okay so whenever you pray remember when you when somebody has a fever okay you can try it out someone comes with a common cold or fever or a headache or anything the first thing you need to do is to rebuke that spirit of fever or common cold or whatever you first rebuke it or curse it okay and now you know how can you do this because he has given you an authority to do this sorry what does he say i have given, given you authority to trample on snakes and scorpions and to overcome all the power of the enemy nothing will harm you now many times you get scared what if i pray like this and devil comes and attacks me does he say that what does he say nothing will harm you the devil can't harm you that's his word isn't that true yes you have to hold fast to the word when the devil puts fear in you that's when he's trying to play with you the word of god is shaking in you but if it's strong in you know christ is truly one that battle on the cross and what to worry there's nothing to worry just take the name of jesus and go straight away first thing you do is to curse that very sickness in the name of jesus okay go mark 11:14 i'm just teaching you the prayer pattern if you want to make a prayer over anybody and if you sense there's a spirit of any kind of spirit whether it's a spirit of divorce or spirit of this first thing you need to curse and rebuke that spirit in the name of jesus then he said to the tree may no one ever eat fruit from you again and his disciples heard him say it okay why you need to say it loudly okay when you say it your word is listened to okay your spirit listens to what you speak so when you speak in the name of jesus the first thing is say i rebuke the spirit of fever in the name of jesus just like jesus cursed the fig tree and the fig tree never gave fruit again amen amen okay, the first thing you did is you rebuked are you understand the prayer patterns are yes you first rebuke the spirit of whatever okay if it's fever you rebuke the spirit of fever in the name of jesus you have no authority to doubt this authority that christ has given a believer okay if you're doing that you're you're not truly a believer you are not from christ i would say that when the lord you speak in the name of jesus that is done it's already done and now you use the scripture by the stripes and wounds of jesus the healing is complete because this is a complete healing you don't want it that the fever comes back is that correct sir yes and then the third step is 
First, you rebuke the spirit. Second one, you put the scripture of healing. Use that scripture and meditate on that. And the third one is that you thank and praise God because in everything you give thanks because that is the will of God. Are you getting? Yes. When you thank and praise God and you testify, that's when the when the when the when your blessing gets sealed. The devil can't rob you anymore. Finish. That's it. You have made a testimony. That's how you overcome Satan by the word of, you know, by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of your testimony. That's why a testimony is sealing your blessing. Many people don't realize. I said, brother, I'll give a testimony two months later. I'll give it. Before the two months goes, the devil has robbed you of that blessing. And what about that? Why do you want someone to rob you of your blessing? Why do you want to fall prey? The devil itself is saying, don't give it a testimony. Give it later. Do not listen to the lies of the devil. Follow what Christ is teaching us. He's saying to testify, then you testify. Just obey what the Lord is telling us. So that is what we need to do, okay? Um, praise the Lord. So when we are released by the slavery of the world, okay, it does not control our thinking and our emotion. When we have been liberated by the cross in that inner attitude towards the world, there is nothing left to hinder our praise. We don't praise God just when things are going right in the world. We don't just praise God when things are going right with ourselves. Rather, we praise God because he is worthy to be praised. It has nothing to do with things going right or wrong. You understand, Sagar? Yes. You Amen. praise God because he is God. Amen. Are you getting me? We yes. praise God because he is worthy to be praised. Our liberated spirit isn't entangled with self-love and the love of the world. Now, the question is, are we truly liberated? There's tremendous mystery of liberty that comes to being identified with the cross of Christ. Now, many times, sometimes people go through such problems in the world that nobody can answer their problems. Many times, the priest says, look at the cross. And someone may be wondering, this priest is mad. What is wrong with the priest? What is he talking nonsense? How can he say, look at the cross? As you understand what is he trying to say? Is your suffering greater than Christ? Understand it from Christ's point of view. Can you relate with Christ? Because Jesus is with you right now, that situation, where nobody is understanding. When you look at that cross truly and devote and sit down in total silence, forget everybody of the world, put that phone away first of all. And sit down and look at the cross and meditate. Many people who go to the Blessed Sacrament do exactly that. They are all about the cross. They look at Christ. Their problem diminishes because Christ increases. Somebody who understands what I'm saying, put an Amen. If it truly is you, okay, don't simply put an Amen for nothing. If you sit in the Blessed Sacrament and you actually expose your problem in front of Christ, you realize how small your problem is and how big is your God. How big is your God and how small is your God? And that's when truly liberation takes place in your life. The cross, my friends, is not a sign of defeat. It's a sign of victory in us. We truly Christians have that blessing to have the cross in our life. Amen to this. Amen. We truly are blessed to have the cross in our life because the cross relates to our suffering, our pains, and what we go through. Okay? Now, I want to come to this as we close into this teaching, this last part. Okay, praise is a very significant aspect of our life. You can find out a lot about a person when you study about how much praising they do. You find out what kind of life they are living. Are they still the slave of the old man 
or are they entered into the resurrected life of the new man okay so you and you and i can always guess this correct yes by our words that leave our mouth okay yes. the old man is a grumbler this is very clear the old man is a grumbler when you hear a person grumbling complaining you know which one which man is there the old man the old man it means the person who is not renewed with god's word you're all about yourself lover of self and lover of the world pleaser of the world okay when the person is actually praising christ what's happening there sir he's renewed you know the old man is speaking in the old the new you you're talking only about yourself yes when the new man is a praiser you know it's not you it is christ that lives in you okay yes. now the old man says i can't take this any longer these things are too bad nobody treats me right everybody hates me i don't know what's wrong with this world this total world is horrible the new man say hallelujah praise the lord i am free i am a child of god heaven is my home god loves me now my question here is which is your attitude here is it the attitude of the old man or is it the attitude of the new man who is lives by christ okay we have done this in our earlier series but you know death and life are in the power of your tongue that is you know proverbs 18:21 Yes. and those who love it will eat its fruit there are two results that come out of the tongue one is death and one is life if you grumble you are negative or self centered your tongue will bring forth death if you are liberated from all that walking in praise and worship of god your tongue will bring forth life whatever your tongues bring forth whatever fruit it brings forth whether sweet or bitter you are going to eat that fruit that's the truth so my friends whenever you speak a word be remembering that that fruit is going to be eaten only by you not by anybody else is that clear sir yes and it's important now praise is a sacrifice which god expects us to give okay we want to go back to the moment of hebrews 13:15 which is says that you know through him through jesus then the con- let us continue offer our sacrifice of praise to god this is what we read in hebrews 13:15 one significant word there is the word sacrifice and it's very important according to the principle of scripture requires that death there has to be a death nothing has ever been offered to god that hasn't passed through death okay again i say this there has to be a death so we are the sacrifice of praise requires the death of the old man the sacrifice of praise requires the death of the old man so the old man cannot really praise god as he deserves to be praised the old man cannot praise god because he wants a self praises okay so there has to be a death then to a sacrifice cost some and praise is costly let me put it this way when we need to praise god most when we when we least feel like it especially when you're going through trouble times you feel why do i praise god i am going through very 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 hard times i don't want to do this but my point is when we need to praise god when things are not going well in our life we need to praise god at those times praise cannot depend on our feelings it's a sacrifice of our spirit again i say praise has nothing to do with our feelings it's the sacrifice of our spirit that the lord is looking for today if you realize one thing of the teaching you are born again in the spirit not in the flesh when you are born again the spirit of god resides in your spirit your flesh is not saved it's your spirit that's saved you got it sir 
Yes. The spirit is saved. And that's where the power is. The power to heal is where? In the flesh or in the spirit? In the spirit. The power to get answered prayer, is it in the flesh or is it in the spirit? In the spirit. Everything is within you. Jesus says, I've given you rivers of living waters. When you dig down deep into your well, you have the healing power of anointing, the healing power, the spirit of healing, the spirit of anointing, the spirit of the desire of God, what you want in your heart. In prayer, you always need to expect, remember one thing. If you don't have a desire and a longing for an answer, you will not get the answer. Because when you have faith, you have to also have hope. Because of faith, hope is born. Hope is expecting. You have to expect. Without expecting a result, how do you go there believing that your prayer is answered? You know it's answered and you expect to see it. And that's why you dance. Praise the Lord. So, in closing, let me understand one thing. In Psalm 34, okay, you can do this in homework, but a Psalm of David where he feigned madness before Abimelech who drove him away and he departed. At this time, David was actually a fugitive from his own country. King Saul was trying to kill him. David had to leave his own country and familiar surroundings. So he went to the court of a gentle king for refuge. But Abimelech, the king, suspected him of being an enemy. In order to save his own life, David had to feign or act mad. It says in historical books that he scratched the door and he slobbered on his on the beard. Okay, he put a big beard on. This was what was David's reaction. And we'll read this in Psalms 34, verse 1 to 3. This is the last of our scripture, but this is important. This is what he said. And this is, should be our prayer as well. Can you hold on to this prayer? in our life as well. Can you take me to NASB in this? If you don't mind. Yeah, sure. Do I have NASB? Yes, NASB. Yep, go ahead. So you can use this as a prayer in your reflection also, okay? Yes. I will bless the Lord at all times, his praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul will make its boast in the Lord. The humble will hear it and rejoice. Exalt the Lord with me and let's exalt his name together. Look at this. David is actually, Abimelech actually drove him away. Okay. And David is doing this exactly at a time when he does not even belong anywhere. Right in that terrible situation with his life right in balance, you know, hanging in balance with one, the shame of having to feign madness. You know, he's not mad. David said, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. That is truly a sacrifice of prayer, of praise. You know, we don't praise. Praise, as I shared earlier, is the sacrifice of your spirit. That is praise. Savio, again, if people have understood one thing, praising has nothing to do with feelings. Savio, did you get that? Yes. You don't praise when things are going well. You praise like in the midst of turmoil when God, he is right in the midst when he does not belong neither to, you know, King Saul wants to kill him. He's out of his country. And wherever he's taking refuge, even that king thinks he's, a, he's an enemy. 
and he he was to be departed and he drove him out from there now where does david go in that situation he says i will bless the lord at all times his praise shall continually be in my mouth his my soul will make it its boast in the lord the humble will hear it and rejoice exalt the lord with me and let's exalt his name together think of the situation at which david is praising god yes. at these times you know it's not a sacrifice of your feelings it's a sacrifice of our spirit which has nothing to do with feelings god accepts accepts this praise from us keep this as a prayer in our life because this is what happens okay that is the sacrifice of praise david decided to do nothing but boast in the lord there be nothing else to boast in but we boast in the lord the humble will hear it and rejoice and then let us exalt his name together praise is infectious but also is grumbling grumbling is infectious too if you grumble you will get fellow grumblers do you know if you grumble savio everybody yes. who have connect spirit will all start grumbling you yes. know the weather is bad it's terrible you know australia is terrible horrible and you know so very very bad oh the place also bad oh the workplace oh this things that are you getting me yes yes absolutely you know birds of a feather flock together they say yes. you find the exact grumblers from no way grumblers will come it's like a big band is formed how many of you agree with me put an amen to this be all part of this okay including me i was a grumbler all my life okay today i look at it as to be a critic myself and i know the lord keeps telling me hey who are you criticizing is in that body mind and i know truly truly i put it i said amen yes lord i truly agree i'm sorry lord and then he brings me back on track he keeps on correcting me but my point here is if you grumble you'll find fellow grumblers so but when you learn to praise god this way others will join in as well so let us to learn to offer that sacrifice of praise to god continually okay and then our life will be not the same okay i'm going to be making this most this beautiful series that we went through which we finished today i hope the series has blessed us i will do an angel power confession now many people wanted to pray for jobs do you know we can lose angels with the words from our mouth i want you to hold fast to whatever you want to pray for because we ask the angels to do it for us okay they we release them in the name of jesus many of us do not give a command to the angels and that's why an angel is been sitting all his life waiting for us to command okay in the name of jesus so remember one thing when we use these powerful prayers you have to put the angel to work and ask for those things to happen in the name of jesus things start moving in the realm and you start seeing blessings like never before i will share one thing with you brothers and sisters in christ when you wake up in the morning you say today is a wonderful day in christ i am blessed i am rich i am prosperous in christ i have all my needs met by christ because his word says that in philippians 4:19 i can do all things through christ who empowers me all those those spiritual you know we have the i confess boldly are gems that you can use with total joy in your heart when you speak it out okay speak everything out because let it go from your mouth and you start seeing the glory of god you say lord you are my shepherd i shall not lack i have plenty to give others okay because abraham was blessed in all things and he said father god said he said that any one of your disciples you know i will bless your generations will be blessed anyone who blesses you will be blessed anyone who curses you will be cursed sabi or that's a scripture okay yes so when you bless abraham and his sister in your word says that i am blessed all my life i'll have more than what i need you will see finances coming in your life like never before you will see jobs all your life you'll always have jobs one goes the next one comes you will always see your bills paid throughout your life 
every bill, every expense will be made. You will have everything you need, a good house, car, every debt will be paid off. Okay, this is not, I'm saying it, the word of God says, okay. I'm saying in your life, you'll see blessings. Even your enemies will be your friends. In your life, you'll see good relationships. Okay, if the devil wants, he spoils relationships, you'll learn to say sorry and get back because God has changed your spirit. And in your life, you'll also see good health. God will keep you alive in old age. That's what he says in Psalm 91. Okay. Isn't that what he promises us? Yes. That he'll give us a long life and satisfy us. Okay. Yes. That is what he says. Now let's repeat, okay? And let's hold on to our scripture. Now, I, I want you to remember one thing. What are you praying for? Is there a desire in your heart? Are you praying for something? There has to be something we ask the angels to do. Okay, if you want a job, you command the angels in the name of Jesus for that job. So when I say command, you've got to command for what you want. Okay, so let's... Um, Jane, you already done this angel power confession, but the Holy Spirit wants us to do it. Okay, So I don't know, we can repeat the same one which you have done in the previous teaching. Okay, can you repeat? Because I'm the righteousness of God. Because I'm the righteousness of God. Angels have been sent to minister to me. Angels have been sent to minister to me. They respond to the word of God which I speak. They respond to the word of God which I speak. Therefore, I lose angels with the words of my mouth. Therefore, I lose angels with the word of my mouth. I say today. I say today. Let the Lord be magnified. Let the Lord be magnified. Who takes pleasure in my prosperity. Who takes pleasure in my prosperity. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. I command the angels. I command the angels. To bring to me. To bring to me. Prosperity in my spirit. Prosperity in my spirit. In my home. In my home. In my body. In my body, in my job, in my job, in my business, in my business, in my family life, in my family life, and in my finances, and in my finances. I declare promotion and command the angels. I declare promotion and command the angels to bring promotion in my life, to bring promotion in my life. I have a blood-bought covenant. I have a blood-bought covenant. Promised from God Almighty. Promised from God Almighty. To multiply, to multiply exceedingly. To multiply exceedingly. Therefore, I confess. Therefore, I confess. I am exceedingly fruitful and blessed right now. I am exceedingly fruitful and blessed right now in jesus name i command the angels of god in jesus name i command the angels of god to go and bring this covenant to pass in my life now to go and bring this covenant to pass in my life right now i have the power to get wealth i have the power to get wealth and release angels to bring wealth into my life. And release angels to bring wealth into my life. I declare right now. I declare right now. That I am healed. That I am healed. 
I am healthy. I am healthy. Delivered. Delivered. And freed from the bondage of sin. And freed from the bondage of sin. I am the head always. I am the head always. And never the tail. And never the tail. I am above only. I am above only. And never beneath. And never beneath. I lend. I lend. Not borrow. Not borrow. And everything I put my hands to prospers. And everything I put my hand to prospers. I walk in the favor of God. I walk in the favor of God. And my favor is increased even as I am speaking. And my favor is increased even as I am speaking. I, did, I have more than enough money. I have more than enough money. To pay every bill that comes to me. To pay every bill that comes to me. And I declare. And I declare. That I am totally debt free now. That I am totally debt free now. I have the authority of heaven. I have the authority of heaven. And in the mighty name of Jesus. And in the mighty name of Jesus. I declare. I declare. That whatever I bind on earth. That whatever I bind on earth. Is bound in heaven. Is bound in heaven. And whatever I lose on earth is loosed in heaven. And whatever I lose on earth is loosed in heaven. I am free from unforgiveness. I am free from unforgiveness. And I set my will to forgive anybody for anything. And I set my will to forgive anybody for anything. No matter what. No matter what. I walk in the love of God. I walk in the love of God. Towards everyone. Towards everyone. No exceptions. No exceptions. I send my angels right forth. I send my angels right forth. Now. Now. To do God's pleasure. To do God's pleasure. And bring these words to pass. And bring these words to pass. Angels go now. Angels go now. And minister prosperity unto me in Jesus' mighty name. And minister prosperity unto me in Jesus' mighty name. Father, I have thanked you in advance. Father, I thank you in advance. Because you have heard me. Because you have heard me. And you always hear me. And you always hear me. And for all that you have done on my behalf. And for all that you have done on my behalf. Like you I have declared. Like you I have declared. What will be? What will be. And I am committed. And I am committed. To calling those things. To calling those things. That may not. That may not. As if those. As if they are. As if they are. Right now I rejoice. Right now I rejoice. And I'm exceedingly glad. And I'm exceedingly glad. That you have granted to me the petitions I've requested. That you have granted to me the, petin the petitions that I have requested. Whatever your petition now, make it to the Lord. Okay. And just make it to the Lord. 
because you already got this answer prayer. You have to believe because you have joined this prayer group. This is the way we pray. Okay, so just make your petition now. Thank you for granting me my petitions. Thank you for granting me my petitions. Requested that I have requested while I am yet speaking. While I am here speaking, my total life prosperity is settled now. My total life of prosperity is settled now, and with great expectation. And with great expectation, I will continuously speak faith-filled words. I will continuously speak faith-filled words and allow my every word and thought and allow my every word and thought to confirm to confirm what i believe what i believe i have received in jesus mighty name i have received in jesus mighty name and what god's people said amen 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 and amen if you are truly blessed please share this teaching with others this is a wonderful six part series go through it again i'm sure jane will put the notes but it's more than the notes it's being there because there's an anointing during listening to god's word okay bring more people to our prayer group let people's life be blessed and as russell will remember we are shutting down the whatsapp group in 10 days so please trans move to telegram if you want to be blessed and continue to have those prayer requests put up there and testimonies we are a family please join the rosary as well there's a wonderful rosary that happens every day led by janela and team every evening you know that and morning encounter with the lord we'd had some wonderful numbers i remember i start my day with the encounter and i can see blessings let us you know make time uh you know to yeah to make this time to this wonderful time with the lord so jane can you share this prayer of uh, the angel you know the prayer to the angels commanding the angels please make this prayer because i can see mighty results when you pray this prayer okay and please share this with everyone god bless all of you and we see wonderful things in our lives please share all your testimonies on our prayer group also thank you very much god bless and good night from you thank you sir thank you brother vivek